How would it feel to know that you just had all the tools to work through all those difficult situations and emotions in your life? Well, this week's podcast episode, we're going to talk about how you can create your own toolkit or toolbox of self-care practices. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and I had a stroke at the age of 39 from stress and burnout that shook my world. Now I'm laying it all out, the deep level self-care practices and mindset shifts that I needed that kept me healthy, balanced, and thriving. Join me in this intimate space as we explore healing, resilience, and the soul's journey to alignment. This is where real conversations about deep level self-care happen. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. This week we are talking about how you can create a toolkit or a toolbox for yourself of self-care practices that are designed just for you to help you through all those difficult moments in life. Now, how cool would that be? This is totally possible to have this for yourself. I think we should have been taught this when we were kids, right? How cool would it have been to have all these solutions for yourself just growing up? I wish I did. And so I'm going to go through this today with you. And if you're a parent, you could share this with your children. I wish I had this when I was raising my children so that I could have taught them this. So anyway, before we get started, I just wanted to share with you my Soul Align Self-Care Insiders group, which is on Patreon. And you could follow along for free. There's lots of great free stuff that I offer on there. Or you could jump into the group. It's very inexpensive. So I will put the link in the show notes if you want to join me over there. I do uh, meditations, affirmation recordings. We do some moon journaling for the new moon and the full moon. We do uh, weekly card pulls, weekly journaling prompts. We do so much stuff over there. So if you want to join me and go a little bit deeper into this deep level self-care practices stuff, then definitely check that out. Okay, let's get into today's podcast episode. So the self-care toolbox or toolkit, whatever you want to call it, is something that I started doing with my clients. And I just find it very valuable because a lot of us were never taught to how to manage um, difficult situations and emotions. And a lot of times what we do is we end up reacting continuously through life. And it... it um, A metaphor that always reminds me of this is Katy Perry's song where she talks about being tossed around in the wind like a plastic bag. Well, when you're not in charge of your emotions, and this is kind of how I view feeling. Like, isn't it how it feels when you just don't feel like you're in control of any of the situations or emotions in your life? You're just being all over the place and you're just reacting. And what the toolbox really does is it helps you respond more than reacts. And that's what I like about it. And once you learn how to do this in your life, and some of you might already have this mastered, but once you learn how to do this in your life, um, uh, you feel like you can kind of conquer any situation. Like nothing's going to make you feel out of control or um, kind of like in that 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 anxious, you know, that anxious feeling or that manic feeling that you get when everything's just, you feel like everything's just happening to you, right? And so to get started, I just want to kind of go through some of the emotions that might pop up 
Um, I'm not, I'm obviously not going to go through a million different situations because, uh, that would take a long time. That would be like a whole series, but what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the different emotions and then I'll share with you some of the things I use. And then I'll also share with you how you can connect even deeper with me and, uh, learn some of these methods, uh, one-on-one, or I also make some recordings for you that you can watch. But to start off, let's start naming some of these difficult emotions. So uh, one of the emotions could be sadness, it could be anxiety, it could be stress, it could be frustration, it could be anger, it could be sadness. So these are like some of the main emotions. And if you can come up with more, just put that on your list, right? And so just like anything I do on the the Soul Align Self-Care podcast, this is always going to be a journaling exercise, but it's going to be like over time. It's not something you sit down and you do all at once. So if you don't have a journal, go out and just buy yourself a cheap notebook. You don't need anything fancy. Or if you're the type of person that wants to have a fancy journal, I get that way sometimes, then go buy yourself the fancy journal. If it's going to help you make this part of your self-care practice, then definitely do that. So What you're going to do is you're going to look at these different emotions and then you're going to figure out what helps you move through these emotions uh, easier, right? So the way that you would do this is the next time you're feeling one of them, then you're going to ask yourself the question, what could I do right now to help me move through this? So as an example, I'm going to use myself as an example. So when I get really, really angry, or maybe frustrated, one of the best things that I discovered helps me move through that. Now, uh, before I even start this, I want to kind of emphasize that it's really important for us to feel our feelings and not like stuff them down. So it's okay to be angry and it's okay to be frustrated. It's about like what you do with that. That's like a big energy in your body, right? And so for me, I need to release that energy. And so the best thing that helps me is going for a run. Now, Obviously, the point of this podcast and the point of making your own personalized toolkit is to do it so it works for you. So not everybody likes to run. Some people hate running and that's not going to work for them. So that's what I mean by you have to figure out what works for you. So when I'm frustrated and angry, the best thing for me is to go for a run. And I've been a runner for a long time and this has always helped me work through this type of feeling, right? Um, And I know that after a couple of miles, I'm just going to feel really good. It takes me a couple of miles, right? And then after that, I'm fine, right? But when I'm feeling very stressed or anxious, running doesn't really help me as much. Sometimes when I'm just stressed, but when I have a lot of anxiety, running actually kind of amps up my anxiety. Because when you're running, you're kind of putting your body into fight or flight, right? Because you're running, obviously. And I want to come out of fight or flight when I'm feeling anxious, right? I want to feel a little bit better. I want to calm down a little bit. So sometimes maybe just going for a walk might help me feel better, right? But stressed, like if I'm having like some work stress, a lot of times that lines up with frustration, right? So frustration is running for me. So you have to figure out what works for you. Now, sadness for me, I discovered that it's really good to just let myself feel that sadness no matter how long it takes. So if I need like a 24-hour pity party, I'm going to give myself that. What doesn't work for me is trying to not be sad, trying to be like, oh, I don't want to be sad right now. Let me just try to cheer myself up. 
I need to feel through it or it doesn't go away. And I believe that most people are like this. We need to feel our feelings, right? So the moment I discovered that if I just allowed myself to feel this way for a while, that it was okay to spend time being sad, I moved through it so much quicker. So the first time I did this, I was like, all right, I'm just going to allow myself to be... I used to call it have a pity party for for a whole day. I'm going to give myself a day to just have a pity party. And the first time I did it, I couldn't believe how fast I moved through it. And I wanted to like stay there, but it didn't take 24 hours. It only took a couple of hours that first time. And now I move through it so much quicker because I feel like um, I don't need as much time. If I allow myself to move into that feeling and just feel it completely without feeling any shame, without feeling like I'm wasting time, without feeling like some kind of a victim or I'm feeling sorry for myself, just allowing myself to feel it, I move through it so much quicker. It actually saves times. Whereas like when before I used to do this for myself, I would just stuff it down, right? And then it would just keep coming up like every day for like a week or so, it would take me so much longer to move through it. But now that I allow myself the time, and sometimes that involves for me, I really want to feel it. So like, I'll even watch a sad movie that'll help make me cry, right? Or I'll just maybe journal it out and feel it that way and, and have a good cry. I just need to like lay on the couch and kind of feel sorry for myself a little bit. Not so much like victim-y, but like definitely be like, you know, oh, you know, well, I guess it is a little victim I don't know. But just an allowing myself to feel into that is just feels so good. And as I said, I move through it quicker. So that's what I need when I'm sad. Some people might need to talk to a friend. They might need to talk it out. I just want to be alone and I just want to cry, right? Um, so what else? Let me think. What else did I say? Anxious. I did anger. I did frustration. I did sad. Um, okay. Like, those are my go-to things, right? So there's other things I use though too. Like, so with anxious, anxiety, um, and stress, yoga works for me really well. Moving my body. A lot of times when you're moving an energy through your body, movement really helps you move through it. Dancing, right? When I'm angry, screaming into a pillow, just screaming really loud. It's like such a good release. Um, singing and dancing can really move you out of stress and anxiety, moving, shaking the body, just like putting on a song and shaking out your body can get rid of a lot of anxiety. This is actually what animals do. Like say uh, a deer that's being chased by a coyote and it gets away and then it's going to stop and it's going to just, its body will just tremble. It's releasing all of that energy. It just I don't think they do it intentionally. I think it just happens. It's just that's what happens with them. But humans don't allow themselves that. We need to allow ourselves to release all the energy from the emotions that we feel. So doing like a little shakeout, like you could just get up and do that every morning and it would be life-changing for you. Just putting on your favorite song. Look at that. Tina forgot to turn her phone off during her podcast. Sorry about that. I'll try to edit it out, but I'm not sure if it'll work. Anyway, um, lost my train of thought. Where was I? I was talking about the deer shaking. But you could you could do that every morning. You don't have to be stressed out to do it. You could just get up every morning and do a quick shakeout dance. And it's a really great way to start your day. Breath work works magnificently for me th- to work through stress and anxiety, right? Magnificently. It's something that... Um, works so well 
uh, just doing a little bit of breath work. When I was going through a lot of stress, it was at not the beginning of this year, the beginning of last year, like heavy duty stress. My blood pressure went up really high, like really, really high. And it wasn't going down. And I went to the doctor and I had every test known to mankind done on my heart and everything. Um, and I was so healthy. I was glad that I had all these tests done. I was just very healthy, though there was nothing wrong, no, no blockages, nothing wrong with my heart, pure stress and anxiety. And I remember the cardiologist, he was like, he was really, he was a really cool cardiologist. He was basically like, you should go to a retreat for a week. And I was like, yeah, I wish I could do that, but I don't know what I would do with my dogs. But I, I mean, I just stepped into all of my self-care practices. I have the tendency to get very stressed out and very anxious. And so I have to stay on top of this stuff and continuously practice this proactively on a daily basis, doing breath work, doing yoga, doing meditation. Now, meditation is harder for me to do when my, my, I have like a very anxious like energy, if that makes sense really hard for me to do, but I could do a little bit of breath work and then I can go into meditation. So today I shared, so if you're listening to this in real time, today I shared a practice that I use. I call it take five and it's a very quick take five, five minutes, uh, meditation breath work practice that I share with my clients and I use for myself. And I've only been using this for about a year, but it's so quick and easy and it's just it's been life-changing for me. So I will put a link in the show notes for that so you could watch that. It's an, I made a recording so you could learn how to do it. Um, and I shared that this week for this week's self-care practice on the insiders group that I was talking about at the beginning. So it's, it's, it's things like this that can be so life-changing um, for you and for me because doing like the take five practice, which I recommend people do three times a day, it's for five minutes, can really stop the stress and anxiety loop that you might be experiencing throughout your day. It kind of breaks it up and stops that. I call it a loop, right? So it's that continuation of that stress, anxiety feeling in your body. Okay. And so creating your own personalized self-care toolbox or toolkit takes a little bit of work on your part because it has to be personalized, right? Now, this is something that you could do with me on a one-on-one basis. I'll also put a link if you're interested in working with me that way. I could help you create your own toolbox, but you can do this on your own too. I will put a link in the bio if you're interested in that, but you can do this on your own just by the next time you feel any type of a difficult emotion or situation. Now, if it's a situation that pops up, then you're going to just ask yourself, what's the emotion I'm feeling? You're going to write down the emotion. You're going to go in your work, your, your uh, journal, whatever it is, notebook journal, and you're going to write down the emotion and you're going to write, when I feel say it's sadness. When I feel sadness, this is what helps for me. And if you don't know what helps, then I want you to start trying new things. Okay. And this is something I'm kind of moving into this month of of February, 2024, where I'm going to be sharing some of the different self-care practices that I use from my toolbox. Okay. That you could use in your life too. I have so many different things It probably would take me a really long time to share all of them, but I just decided I'm just going to share them weekly with you guys so you could try them. Now, not everything that works for me is going to work for you in every situation, right? So like 
Well, I said running works for me great when I'm when I'm feeling angry or frustrated. Running might work really well for you or walking when you're feeling sad, right? So everybody's different. So when you're sad, try a few things that you think might work for you. Like if you just need to feel into it and have a good cry like me, watch a sad movie, whatever, try that. Try talking to a friend. See if that helps. Maybe try meditation or some breath work. Maybe try reading a book, having a cup of tea. Maybe try taking your dog for a walk. Pets can be super healing. So dogs, cats, spend some time with your pets. Try everything out and see what works best. And then you put that underneath your sadness column in your notebook, right? And that's why I said just do it over time, right? Because you're not really going to know what works for you unless you're really in that emotion at the time. So if you're in that emotion, I want you to automatically think about it and be like, oh, this is, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to create my toolbox right now. Let me see what I can use to move through this emotion. Now, remember, we're not stuffing the emotion down and trying to get rid of it. We're trying to feel it and move through it. How can I move this energy through my body? Picture it like as almost this like wave of energy going through your body. It comes in. um, So say it's like anger and frustration. You can feel yourself getting angry and frustrated. How does, how does it feel? Like maybe your shoulders and your neck get tight. Maybe your heart starts to beat heavy and maybe your, your breath is shallow and you're breathing really fast right? Maybe you get a headache. What are the things you feel? It's an energy that comes into your body, right? So how can I release? That's a very powerful energy, right? Do I need to scream into a pillow? Do I need to go for a walk? Do I need to sing my favorite song and do a dance in my living room? What do I need to do? Just do it, right? So I watched, I think it was, it it was probably a TikTok because I spend way too much time on TikTok. But it was a CEO of a company, a woman, right? And she had multiple businesses, different companies, and she spent a lot of her time during the day working in meetings. So she had continuous Zoom meetings, and she had all of these things around her desk to help her move through her feelings that she was feeling during the meeting and kind of like clean the slate for the next meeting. Because sometimes she wasn't just going into a new meeting, she was dealing with a different business because she had multiple businesses, right? So it was almost like the same thing as eating lemon sorbet in between like meals so <laughs> to clear the palate. That's kind of like what she was doing and it was so interesting. She had a pillow next to her desk and she would just scream into the pillow and she's like, it's not that I'm mad or angry or frustrated. It just helps clear my energy. And then I move on to the next thing. That could be so many different things. She also had like tactile things. Like she had a foot pad that she could put her feet on that was like warm and soft. So it made her more comfortable. She had cushions all around her chair. She had, she had so many different things. It was so interesting. But this is what I'm talking about. Like I'm talking about figuring out what works for you and giving it to yourself. That's what self-care is all about. How can I reduce the friction and make myself more comfortable? I don't have to be perfect all the time, but how can I help myself work towards being more comfortable in my life, in my body, in the feelings I'm having? Now, going back to what I said at the beginning, how once you learn how to manage your emotions, Uh, you can kind of work through the experiences that you have in life and and the relationships you have in your life. So can you see how valuable this can be 
if you're in an argument with somebody and you're experiencing anger and you know you have this this high energy, I, I feel like anger and frustration are a very powerful high energy in my body. That's what it feels like to me. Very strong energy that I don't like, right? And so if you're moving into that in a relationship, you could take a step back. You could just say to the other person, listen, I'm, I'm not feeling really good right now. Can I just take a few moments um, and we can come back to this conversation at a different time. So it's like you know what's coming in. So you're, you're not reacting, right? You're not going into the argument and start yelling and screaming and reacting. You're taking a step back because you know how it makes you feel. And then you're going to learn how to release that on your own and not release it onto somebody else, right? And so take a step back, go for a walk, go for a run, uh, go into the other room, scream into a pillow, right? Give yourself some time to release that energy and then go back to the conversation with a clear, calm, er head, you know? Um, so can you see how valuable that can be in your relationships, um, in whatever career you have, being able to, um, manage these different emotions and these different situations, you know? And sometimes, you might say to me, well, you don't always have the opportunity to step away from something, like if you're at work, right? That's true. So what kind of techniques can I do in the moment to calm myself down? Maybe that would be EFT tapping, right? So if you don't know what EFT tapping is, I'm going to get into that at some point when I do that as a self-care practice of the week. I'll, get, I'll make a video on that. But I would Google it. If you're not familiar with EFT tapping, I would Google it, right? And on this week's podcast episode, so it would be Friday, I'm trying to think of the date. What's the date for Friday? Hold on, I'm going to check. I don't know what Friday's date is, because if you're listening to this at another time, it might be hard for you to find it. But this Friday is going to be February 16th, 2024. I'm releasing a podcast episode with Melanie Moore. She does, she teaches EFT tapping. She has tons of videos on YouTube. So I would highly recommend that you go check her out. I love her videos and that's why I had her on the podcast and definitely listen to the next podcast after this one, because it's going to be awesome. So if you're, if you don't subscribe or follow whatever you want to call it on, uh, <laughs> whatever you're listening to it, uh, me on, whether it's Spotify or Apple or whether you're on my website, just definitely follow me so that you can listen to, uh, Friday's episode because she's just like a wonderful, beautiful person. And I love her tapping videos, but that's something that you could do. You could use that like in a meeting and there's people that use this that perform on stage, like somebody that performs on stage who might have stage fright can use tapping because you could just tap um, on some of your energy meridians of your body. So as I said, if you're not familiar with it, just do a quick Google search and it'll show you. I'm not on video right now, so otherwise I would show you. But so you could use tapping, you could tap on your hand under the table, um, I tap my fingers together sometimes. This helps me. I use that in the take five method that I shared with you earlier. Um, there's so many different things you could do to like to calm yourself in certain situations that wouldn't be noticeable to other people. Sometimes just crossing your hands over your chest and maybe um, crossing your arms in front of you is a way to kind of like protect you and 
like repel any bad energy. So that's something that you could do to kind of protect your energy when you're in a, a kind of a yucky conversation. You could stand sideways. So you're facing, you can be looking at them, but you can be facing your shoulder to them instead of, instead of having the front of your body facing to them. As, so like you're just kind of protecting your energy a little bit, right? So these are just small, tiny little things that you can do that aren't noticeable to other people usually um, where you could help you move through. Now, if you're feeling really sad in a moment and it's something that, uh, oh, oh, I know a good one. I know a really good one. And I don't want to talk about this like uh, emotions are bad, but I've heard this from so many women. So like sometimes when we're in like a heated situation and we're very, vain, very angry, we cry. How many of you do that? Like raise your hand because I'm raising my hand right now. And I know so many people who do this and they're like, they think that whoever they're in this, this situation with is going to realize that maybe they're, um, they're weak or something like that. Like it makes them look weak or like too vulnerable or whatever. But meanwhile, it's just the way that anger is moving through their body. And a lot of women ask me, how can I be in that state of anger in a situation with a conversation with another person and not cry? How can I control that? Now, that's, I think it's very hard to do because I'm always like an advocate for feeling your feelings. And when you're in that real, that real state of frustration, you might, it might be really hard for you not to go get into that emotional state. Um, I recently was watching, oh my goodness, another TikTok video, but maybe a lot of people have seen this because it was everywhere on social media where this girl got laid off from her job and they were being very disrespectful, very cold. And she was, she moved through it like an ace and she was just this young woman, but you could see her like fighting back the tears, but she managed to stay calm. So how can you try to calm yourself, calm your nervous system a little bit to help you get through the situation and not moving to like crying or really releasing it that way. And I would go back to some breath work. You could definitely do some deep breathing while you're face to face with someone and not make it super normal. You could use tapping, EFT tapping, like I talked about earlier, where you could you know, tap some of the points on your hands where they can't see you. You could use anchors. So like anchor, anchoring yourself to a certain thing to bring up a certain feeling in yourself is something that I highly suggest. And I have, um, in my skincare company, I sell these vibe rollers. They're essential oil rollers, and it's supposed to help you evoke a certain uh, vibration. So like whether you feel like you need love or happiness or focus, or whatever the, the vibration that you're looking to achieve, I use these essential oil oil rollers as anchors. But another way that you could set an anchor, so say you're in a, an argument and you feel like you're going to cry, you're so angry, you're so frustrated, and you feel the tears coming, how can you anchor yourself to something that makes you feel safe and protected? So the way that you would do that is, you know, some people use rubber bands. Some You could use an essential oil roller. That's probably hard to break out in the middle of an argument, though. So having like a bracelet or a rubber band or tapping on a certain part of your body. So the way you would do that is you would like think of a time when you felt totally safe, totally strong, totally powerful, totally like 
that's just strong strength, right? Think of that time, bring it up in your head. I want you to do it like right now, like think of a time when you felt so strong, so powerful, like nothing, nothing could take you down, right? And then as you're thinking of that, maybe just tap lightly on your, your shoulder or your chest, or maybe on like a point on your hand, maybe tap your two fingers together, or maybe just hold your thumb and your forefinger together. And I want you to think of this and you're anchoring it with that body movement, right? Think of that time. And now, now open your eyes and say you're in that heated argument again, or I'm sorry, hopefully you don't have the same heated argument again. Say you're in another heated argument or situation like that and you need to feel strength. Well, you're going to just take those fingers that you held together and you're going to hold them together and you're going to quickly go back. You're going to anchor yourself back into that emotion that you felt where you felt strong and destructible nothing can take you down, right? And just tap those fingers together or hold them together. That's how you anchor an emotion. So these are different ways that you can stay calm in a situation. Now, I'm not going to lie, this takes work. It's like to anchor that feeling, you might have to do that visualization that I just kind of walked you through a few times to get back into that feeling, you know, but you can just label it. This is how I feel strong. This is what helps me feel strong right? Um, that's, I think that's one of the best ways to handle that type of situation where you're in a pinch and you can't, it's hard to do breath work. It's hard to do any type of, you can't close your eyes and meditate. You can't put that essential roller on your wrist. You, this, but you can, you can put those fingers together and remember that that's, it's like your superpower. Um, so I'm going to age myself right now. Like how many people remember the Wonder Twins? It was like a superhero cartoon. So this was a superhero cartoon when I was little and they were like these twin kids, I guess. I don't know. I can't remember if they were kids or adults. It's a very vague memory, but I just remember they used to put their hands together and they would say Wonder Twins powers activate, right? And then their superpowers would be activated. And so this is, this is just like setting that anchor. So that's your superpower anchor, right? This is when I'm powerful, I'm strong. And then like after, after you're done with that really frustrating conversation, then that's when you're going to move through the emotion. That's when you're going to really feel it. You're going to scream into the pillow. You're going to go for a run. You're going to cry then, whatever you need to do. Or you're going to celebrate what a badass you were the way you handled that situation, like the girl I saw on TikTok handling those, for lack of better words, assholes at the company she worked for. Um, Trying to remember what the company was. I can't remember what it was, but um, I'm sure it was very viral. So I'm sure you probably heard of it or saw it. Anyway, so this is how you create your toolbox. And so you can create a page for every emotion and just add, keep adding stuff through it. And then when you're in a state when you can't think straight, like say you're just so sad and you're, you're in the sadness and you can't move through it, then you're going to go to your toolbox and you're going to say, these are all the things that always help me. I'm just going to keep throwing these things at myself and seeing how I can move through this. How can I move through this? It's, it's, a, it's a way of identifying and taking note of all the things that are going to help you manage your emotions and move through life by responding to things and not reacting. 
So how good would that feel to be able to do that? How good would it feel to be able to master that? I know that doing these practices, I'm not perfect. I still react to things sometimes, and I don't know if anybody ever 100% masters that, right? But these things help me move through it so much better. So I hope that was helpful to you. As I said, the links in the show notes are so the insiders group, the take five method, which was just a quick free video that you can access. Uh, You could follow the insiders group on Patreon for free, or you can join us on the inside. And then also, if you need extra help creating this toolbox for yourself and working through stress and anxiety and overwhelm and avoiding burnout, right, then I'll put a link there on and you could talk to me about how you could work privately with me. Okay, guys, I will see you next week. Don't forget to check out Friday's episode with Melanie Moore and learn more about EFT tapping. Love you. Bye.